MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning, too. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, the DraftKings Network. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidelon. What's live, up? Live from the day here in downtown Las Vegas. How are you doing, man? I'm doing just peachy. How about you? Peachy? Yeah. Happy uh, Leap Leap Day. Leap yeah. Year Day. February 29th. Yeah, how does that work? Is it is it Leap Day or Leap Year Day? That's a good point. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's Leap Day, but I feel like the way you just said it makes more sense. I don't know what they call it, technically. Luka Doncic had a birthday yesterday. He messed around, got a triple-double. My buddy uh, Owen on the uh, Ravens practice squad, he's also 25, turned 25 on February 28th, and I texted him, and I said, could you imagine if you were born on February 29th? And without, without hesitation, he texts back. He goes, I choose March 1st. I was like, I wasn't asking you to choose. <laughs> I was just going to ignore you for three years in between. So I'm curious, if you were born on February 29th, how do people in your life handle this? I'd be curious. Do, they, do you just yeah. do you claim, do you plant a flag in February 28th or March 1st? Or, do, or, or are there some people in your life who are like, ah, it's not your birthday, buddy. I mean, I mean, I mean, those people are those people. Th- that would be rude. That would of be mean. Course, of course, saying, it would be mean, right? Yeah. I think you got to go to the twenty eighth though instead of March first because oh. you're a February birthday. Oh, without he's like March first. I was like, why do you want to be? I yeah, I, I think you got to be in February still. I think you should go with the twenty eighth every year and then make it an extra big deal when it's actually the leap year birthday. Do you know why we have a leap year, Kelly Bidlin? No idea. FSU graduate, no, Florida State I'm, University I'm the grad. guy driving in today yelling at why the sun's getting up uh, uh, you know, <laughs> up in the sky quicker. I'm like, you're making me feel like I'm late every day. Gregorian calendar radio, everybody. Um, takes the, uh, the earth around the sun, to orbit around the sun, 365 and a quarter days, I believe. Ah. So you got to you got to jam a day in there every four so, years. Yeah, we just trash that quarter a day uh, every, every, every year. Yeah, It's my hack explanation, I think. FSU, I think everybody. that works. I, hey, I yeah. believe it, Gil. No, that's, I think that's true. <laughs> uh, okay, on the show today, it's Thursday. You know what that means? Zach and Crack. 
Zach Cohen will join us, talk tennis, talk some NBA with us. It is a, it's walkover season, Kelly, in tennis. Uh, I just got a uh, tweet from Michael Burns who was asking, what, what's going on with all these walkovers? And it is a combination. It's one of two things, and it could be both things. A lot of these guys, including a couple that I've, that I've been on here, have played so much tennis here in February that they're just exhausted. So we had a player who lost. Uh, it was uh, it was Mensik yesterday who lost the first set 7-6 in the tiebreaker. He lost at 9-7. And he's just like, I, I can't play anymore. Like, I'm done. So it's that, and the Indian Wells is next week. So a lot of these guys are like, do I really should I really be playing more if I'm going to play next week? Like maybe I should just because tennis is de facto fifth major, so they just sort of are like, let me uh, rest a little. Yeah, that's. Uh, I guess I mean it kind of makes sense, but that's annoying as a better. Of course, it's it got to be annoying of as a better. It <laughs> but it's you know it is. Should we ratchet back the the, the plays basically? Because we'll, we'll talk to Zach about that. But uh, I, it's always entree to bring up our great idea about actually physically walking over like there should be some shame involved the player who is quitting should have to lie down the winner who advances should physically walk over that player lie down in a prone position on the grass as sir Allen iverson walks over you and you he advances into the next round <laughs> that's what i want to see at wimbledon you gotta gotta have that one here florida state university's finest kelly villa I went to, hey, you I went were to, way off by the way 365.2422 days per year <laughs> I'm 0-1, documented 0-1 on this show already. Uh, okay, and of course, the crack part of that, Bill Krakenberger, unscripted, coming up with the crack man. He was not with you guys the last two weeks, right? He was just chilling. No, no he was, uh, I think he was here the first week you were out, but I think I think he was in Jersey or something. Yeah, he might have been in Miami, too. I'm not sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to, to him uh, coming up about all random stuff. I think Richard Lewis will come up when he's on as well, obviously, the passing of Richard Lewis. Um, okay. There's. Let me just start with LeBron because <clears throat> we sort of go out of our way. I don't. I shouldn't say that, but because mainstream media is just LeBron, 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 24/7, we kind of don't do that. Like if anything, we air to the opposite. But sometimes, man, Kelly, he does some stuff where you're like, we just have to, we just have to stop and just appreciate the brilliance. And last night, the Lakers, with a amazing comeback win. LeBron's biggest fourth quarter comeback win of his career, a 21-point comeback in the fourth against the Clip Show last night, and the Lakers beat the Clippers 116 to 112. 21-year um, career, that's his biggest fourth quarter comeback. By the way, the Clippers in franchise history had never lost a game when they led by 19, uh, headed into the fourth quarter, 19 or more headed into the fourth quarter. Uh, LeBron outscored the Clippers in the final frame 19-16 to single-handedly, 5 of 8 from 3 with 4 assists to close out, as you called it, or as others are calling it, the hallway series. Last time, these two teams will play uh, their home games in the same arena as the Clippers uh, have themselves a new arena. But, you know, all that to say, does it trigger any bets? No, because they're still a play-in team, right? And I don't know oh, that yeah. with all this. The amazing thing is just to just appreciate LeBron, who is 39 years old, and is in the first year of a ninety-nine, a two-year, ninety-nine million-dollar deal. He has a player option for year two. So Brian Windhorst is saying, actually, at the end of this year, at age thirty-nine, LeBron is going to say, "I'm not going to exercise that option. Give me a three-year, nine-figure deal." I mean, come on. 
And so he would go to 42 years old, at which yeah. point Windhorse said, you know, and at that point, maybe he'll want a three-year $60 million. Like, who knows? But just to, just one point of comparison. When you think of Michael Jordan on the Wizards, what's the first thing you think about? Old man, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was 38 when he signed hey, with I the know. Wizards. I know, I know. It's the part. It's incredible. It, 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 we were talking about it with like Clay the other day, right? It, it's, it's so unfair because now we just expect all of these guys where like they start to slow down at 34, and you're like, "What's going on with Clay them? Thompson? You're 35. How dare you play <laughs> like, this how way? Da- how dare you yeah. be this bad? It is amazing how these guys." I, you know, it's it's once in a generation talents like LeBron, and they do. He he's does not once this. in a generation. I, yeah, he's sorry, once in yeah. forever. You're right. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. He's already cleared Kareem by 1,500 points. He's 40 points shy of 40,000. Yeah. It's incredible, man. It, yeah. it is. And the fact that, yes, he can show up on a night like last night and do that. And, um, you know, everybody wants to talk about the blowouts in the NBA this year. This is like the same thing, though. Right. This is like this is you're talking about a team carrying almost a near 20 point lead into the fourth quarter and choking it away. Just the amount of the swings that can happen in, in the NBA. It's, it is just wild. Um, it's been happening. It's been happening all season. Last night was another great example. I'll say what everybody says in sports betting when they don't bet a specific sport. But I'll say to you, NBA guys, but I don't know how y'all bet this stuff. With that, <laughs> that, with those that would, have been, a, that would yeah. have been a tough one to take last night. You're <laughs> on the Clippers. I mean, they were dominating that game for basically three quarters. And then, yeah, just yak it in the fourth quarter. Like, it's, it's I, that, yeah, that was gross. Um, so the other thing yesterday, and this may or may not trigger a bet for you, but the football news, it, if you what is, you know, pick your cliche, read the tea leaves. If you believe the writing on the wall, whatever it is, is Justin Fields going to be an Atlanta Falcon after all? The market soared with the Falcons now a $4 favorite. Call it minus 425 at DraftKings for Justin Fields' next team to be the Atlanta Falcons. Now, last time a famous quarterback was supposedly headed to the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> by the name of Deshaun Watson, uh, Kelly Bidlin and Matt Brown raced to bet Falcons futures. As we know, then the Browns turned around and said, hey, you know that $253 million we're offering? We'll give you every penny guarantee. And he did that. Up with the Falcons. Um, this appears, yeah, Albert Breer had a report about this. The Falcons have contacted the Bears about Justin Fields. And Ryan Poles, the Bears GM, had this to say about the Bears' plans, hypothetically, for Justin Fields. Yeah, again, it just depends on what opportunities pop up. Um, I will say this um, I think you guys know me uh, well enough now. I do. If we go down that road, um, I want to do right by Justin as well. Uh, no one wants to live in gray. Um, I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So uh, we'll gather the information. We'll move um, as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush um, and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. The biggest thing about this is the economics for the Bears, right? Yeah. It's like you're going to have to pay, right? If you If you go with Justin Fields, he is nearing the end of the rookie deal. A massive contract is coming up. Or you just start over with the number one pick in the draft on a guy on a rookie contract. And again, the only way you win Super Bowls is a Hall of Famer or somebody overperforming on a rookie on a rookie contract. You can pay other people. Justin Fields hasn't uh, shown either of those two. He doesn't fit yeah. into any of those two categories at this point. Second half stats in his three-year career thus far. His passer rating is 78. That's out of the 158 passer rating, not the, the, the old school passer rating, not, a, not after the 100 QBR rating, 78 out of 158.3, and his completion percentage in the second half through three years, 58%.
which Colin Coward pointed out, is Zach Wilson territory. Yeah, no bueno. But it is. It's all. It's all finances. It like, is. Like hundred percent. Because it's the, the. I think there's some people that think there's still a future for Justin Fields. I think I'm one of those people. Um, but it's you know if everything is created equal. Then you go with Caleb Williams every single time. If there's not a drastic difference in how you view Justin Fields compared to all these quarterbacks in the class, then you got to go with the rookie quarterback just to reset. Whether the pace. Caleb Williams is good or not, exactly. in the end, we don't know. We don't, you don't know. You Bottom don't. line, you've learned your lesson. You're not laying minus 425 here on the Falcons, are you? Would you bet anything else? No, I wouldn't either. And remember, that was a that was a Falcons division ticket. Okay, yes. so it yes. wasn't even no, the you didn't same market. That's I correct. No, I think the biggest thing to point out though is. Yeah, like you and I were texting about this this morning. Okay, what news really drives this kind of movement? There's not much, so it must just be betting action because what? And it what, probably doesn't take that much to move. It, it. Exactly. So Caleb Williams met with the Bears yesterday at the combine. We were shocked by that news. We didn't expect no. Caleb Williams to meet with the Bears yesterday. Yeah. Okay, Ryan Poles said that two days ago. We didn't think Ryan Poles is going to say something like that. Like you know, where's there's no major news moving this. So, I, yeah, if you felt strongly about it before, I don't know if I'd be betting it at minus 425 now. I love the NFL combination. Isn't that what that short for? <laughs> yeah, no? yeah, sure. <laughs> Zach joins us next, part of the Zach and Crack team. We'll talk tennis and NBA next. Numbers game, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
Baseball is back, and what better way to hit off the grapefruit and cactus leagues than with VEASAN's free MLB betting primer. This primer will tell you how to bet on spring training and continue all season long with our VEASAN experts, World Series Futures Analysis. Our free MLB betting primer has basic baseball betting advice for those new to betting MLB, plus a breakdown on how to use sabermetrics for more data-driven bettors to make this your best season yet. Bet the MLB smarter this year. Download the free MLB betting primer now for free at VEASAN.com slash guide. That's V-S-I-N.com slash guide. Bill Haiti did a, a bang-up job of uh, of talking about the uh, the whole season win total thing I did on the Padres yesterday. Going through it by uh, Pythagorean theorem and then with base runs. Like he's spot on. Yeah. Detailed. In the newsletter today. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Well, that's two promos in one, I believe we just did. That's right. That's right. com slash newsletter. Is that allowed? Are we allowed to do two promos in one? Yeah, I'm sure they would love it, yeah. Uh, this gentleman has perhaps the finest the finest Twitter handle there is, betting on X, because we don't call it Twitter anymore. <laughs> so that's why he has it at betting on X. Senior editor at Visa, of course, um, talks tennis with us, talks NBA, uh, so many sports. It's Zach Cohen, everybody. How you doing, Zach? Good. How about you? Doing very well. Um, let me begin with, uh, we got a tweet here earlier, and I've run into this with a couple matches here. It's walkover season. A lot of these guys have played a lot of tennis, and then, of course, Indian Wells is upon us. Are you, uh, have you run into a couple of these where you're like, well, that's a, that's a wash? I just had Seppi Korda. I was not watching the match. It was a little too early for me, but he retired in his match against Andre Rublev. I had Yuri Lehechka this morning, same thing. So, it, by, the way, by the way, it is nice to have those work in your favor sometimes. So, uh, I have a couple of these owed to me. Who did you end up uh, betting in tennis today? I only have Alex Dimonor against Stefano Tsitsipas. I'll have a write-up coming to the website fairly soon. But I just think that Dimonor has upped his game probably more than anyone since last season. I just think that he's 12-5 and five this year, career-high winning percentage of just about 71% holding at about 87%, which, you know, was by far the best of his career. I think the serve is what's impressed me the most with him. He's one of the fastest players on tour. He's one of the best defenders on tour. But, you know, winning easy service games is not something that's come to him in the past. That's why he's stepped his game up. And I do think that against Sitsipas, who, you know, I think he's dropped in level more than anyone on tour, I think it's a really good matchup for him. Yeah, Diminor minus 103-ish consensus as we're looking at it right now. That is an Acapulco. Um, 7, p 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. You know how tennis times go, but that's the schedule time for those. Uh, let's talk some NBA. You have a couple plays there as well. What did you land on? I have the Miami Heat tonight, plus five against the Nuggets. I know it's the third game in four nights for the Heat. That's a little bit alarming, but they did just play a game without some of their key players because of the suspension. They also had a day off yesterday. This is a team that is really starting to play well, which seems to happen every single year at this point in the year. Uh, but it's you know a team that is now fifth in the league in net rating over the last 10 games, second in defense in that span, and the offense has also started to step up a little bit. Now they play the Nuggets, who just played last night. They'll be a little bit tired. I know it was a blowout, so they got some of their guys some rest, but I do think that the Heat are going to take this game a little more seriously than Denver will, and I just think this is going to be a close one, and I actually think Miami has a decent chance of winning outright. Let me ask you, since, since those two teams happen to play, because I seized on those two teams specifically earlier this week when we were talking to Drew Dinsick, the Heat famously, um, who, you know, lollygagged during the regular season last year and then just destroyed in the postseason, the Nuggets, who are the defending champions, having beaten the Heat in the NBA Finals, 
um, who, you know, again, are up there in the standings and are certainly one of the contenders, but not by any stretch are they a consensus uh, by experts thinking they're going to just coast into a championship. Are both of these teams playing a little bit of possum here, in your opinion? And are we, I don't know about playing possum, that, that's probably not the right phrase, but in a Kansas City Chiefs kind of way, sort of taking people off the scent yet again. Yeah, I don't think that's the case with Miami. I think that they're really starting to take the regular season seriously, especially over these last couple of weeks. Jimmy Butler kind of came out and said, like, the time to, you know, lollygag is over. Like, we need to start winning some games. And, you know, they followed it up by doing so. I definitely do think that's the case with the Nuggets. I don't know if it's a case of, you know, not taking the regular season seriously, but I do think it's a team that is more built for the postseason. I think they're going to play, you know, less rotation players, uh, you know, really focus more on their starting lineup and the lineups that work with bench players. So I I do think it's a team that, you know, maybe more of a fade team in the regular season, even at this point in the year, but I still fully believe in them in the Western Conference playoffs. I think there are like four or five teams that really can come out and represent the West. Do you have any futures, Zach, at all in the NBA? I have a bunch. I mean, I have I have the Minnesota Timberwolves. I took it really early in the year, about 45 to 1 to win the finals, which I don't think that's actually what they're going to do, but I'm hoping that they just get to that point and I can, you know, get to the Western Conference Finals. I maybe hedge off of it. I'm really tempted by the Thunder at 20 to 1 as another play to potentially hedge because, you know, all season long we've been waiting for them to prove it. At some point, you just have to buy into what you see, and it's a team that is elite both offensively and defensively. They've stayed pretty much healthy, acquired Gordon Hayward at the deadline. I think that's a good rotation piece for them, one that I think I can see them turning to in place of, you know, Josh Giddy, who doesn't fit the lineup very well. So, you know, I just think those are pretty long odds for what we've seen on them at this point. That giddy point is is a good one. Like, it's just, in the end, is he a player that they'll have on the court in any meaningful minutes at the end of games? I wonder. Um, and I love that Jimmy Butler's saying it's all serious now when he, like, shows up in a Fallout Boy video with his Jermaine Stewart hair. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we not hit on that the first second? You're taking very seriously. <laughs> uh, all right, you have another pick. I'm sorry, today, another play. Yeah, I have Wendell Carter Jr. over one and a half made threes against the Jazz, which is available at plus 180. Uh, Carter Jr. is coming off an 0 for 2 game, but he had hit, he had hit at least two threes in, a, in his three previous games. And he's just a really good shooter, 41.1% on the season, playing against a Jazz team that does not defend the three-point line very well. They've given up the second most threes per game this season and just giving up high percentages from three overall, especially in the corner, which Carter Jr. gets a lot of his looks. So I think against you know, an Orlando team that doesn't have a lot of shooting, they'll try to get the ball to their shooters, and Carter Jr. is one of them. So I actually really like these odds. I think plus 180 is a really favorable price. Do you also work on the MLB betting primer? Are you going to be part of that as well, Zach? I will be editing that primer. I don't think I'm working on it. I think it's going to be all Adam Burke team-by-team team previews. Wow. I did put some uh, Cy Young and MVP awards up on the website over the last week, although I'm, you know, I'm really starting to gear up for baseball season over the next couple of days. All right, let's, let's share those for those who didn't see it on the website. What did you end up with those award markets? So I put, you know, a pick to win and a long shot. In the NL Cy Young market, I played Zach Gallon at 12 to 1, and I played Walker Bueller as a long shot at 40 to 1 because this is a guy that I think was one of the best pitchers in baseball before he got injured. He's now, you know, about two years removed from that injury through live batting practice yesterday. I think that he's looking healthy at this point in the year. And I don't really think that his velocity tailed off two years ago in a way that people thought. I think that his stuff kind of tailed off, and he's a guy that. I don't know. I just think that his elbow was really bothering him. He got Tommy John surgery for the second time in his career. I don't think he should have a 40-to-1 uh, number next to his name. 
Yeah, and the Dodgers have, always, Dodgers have always, to me, felt like that they never really got that he was their best pitcher for so many years. Yeah. Um, what's the other awards bet in baseball that you had? Uh, I have AL Cy Young as well, and I went with two Orioles. I took uh, Corbin Burns as my pick to win at 10-1, to 1, and uh, Grayson Rodriguez at 30-1. to 1. And it's an odd thing in baseball this year where I just feel like my MVP and Cy Young awards are both bunched up on the same team. Yeah. But the Orioles are a team I'm really high on. I think that's, you know, most people are. But Corbin Burns is one of the best pitchers in the league, in the National League, won the Cy Young Award two years ago, comes over now and plays in one of the most pitcher-friendly ballparks in the league in Camden Yards. I think he's going to do spectacular things for Baltimore and Rodriguez. This is a guy that was a top prospect in baseball two years ago. Uh, electric, electric stuff. Really found his own from July on for Baltimore last year. And I think that you can get him at 30 to 1. That's a really good number. Hey, before you go, Zach, I, I forgot you have a tennis future you'd like to share as well. Yeah, I have two futures in Acapulco. I have Casper uh, Rude to win the tournament at 10 to 1, and I have Holger Runa to win the tournament at 8 to 1. They're on the same side of the bracket. I was just hoping that Alexander Zverev would get bounced on the other side. He was, so now I feel pretty good about it, although I'd be lying if I said I was feeling great about Rude against Ben Shelton tonight. I think if I were playing that match just on its own, I'd probably take Shelton. So you have Diminor and Rune, you said? I have uh, Diminor to win outright tonight. Just tonight, I have Runa and Rude to win. Runa and Rude, I'm sorry. So Runa Runa right now, Holger Vitus Nodskov Rune, by the way, Kelly, if you want to score that at home. Good job. Uh, He's plus 320 now, uh, and Rude is 4 to 1. Would you play either at the current price? I would play Runa. I'm really, really high on that Patrick Murata glue pairing. I think that both of them are, you know, questionable antics, but I think that that's a good pairing for them. I think that they both just want to win any way possible. I think Runa needs to be careful about what he's drinking, but I think that <laughs> I really trust this pairing. Runa's a really talented player, now has a good mind in his corner. He's looked really good to start this tournament. Uh, Acapulco, one of five tournaments going on worldwide right now. Three on the men's side, two on the ladies' side, four on hards, one on clay as we head to Indian Wells next week. Looking forward to that. Zach and I have tennis plays every day at vsin.com slash picks, as do all hosts, not tennis necessarily, but all hosts and guests on the network having their picks of their respective sports. Zach, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. The great Zach Cohen at Betting on X. Basin senior writer, kind enough to join us this morning. We'll come back. More NFL, more NBA, and crack. Bill Krakenberger joins us. Unscripted numbers game. Basin, the sports betting network. Put the VEASAN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with the VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up on a VEASAN Pro annual subscription today. Get your first year for only $199 instead of the typical price of $240. So typical. Just use promo code ANG and you can circumvent. Get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do for an entire year, including our daily best bets with the leaderboard to see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, 24-7 video access, plus our upcoming March Madness betting guide with best bets for every game and round of the tournament. The tournament. Remember to use promo code ANG. ANG like a numbers game, you fools. Download it now. You just call people fools? Or not download. Promo code it now. You say you fools? Yeah, that's uh-huh. right. We called everybody fools. That's right. <laughs> Including you, Gil. Get your first year Visa Pro access for only $199 using the promo code ANG. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Um, it says that uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to do anything at the NFL combination. 
Why would he? Okay, speaking of other things, uh, going back to our first segment discussion about Justin Fields, other yeah. things that are we, we break as news that are not breaking news at all. Like, nobody works out at the Combine anymore if you're a top pick. Why would you? Why would you? There's no upside. It could only get worse. Oh, now you don't think I'm fast enough? Like, I mean, why would you? Yeah. I don't know. You mean, you, you mean those four years of football that I destroyed aren't good enough for you? No, I guess I don't for know about given the, the other, like, six wide receivers that are going to go in the first round. If they're working out, like, there might actually be worth it for them to kind of separate each other with some numbers. But I don't even think any uh, of those guys are going have to. have a conversation with your agent and said, will this help me or not? Yes, it could help you. Go. Marvin Harrison Jr. has got nothing to gain. I also don't really know how much it matters, like, beating out, uh, like, another wide receiver these days. Like, as long as I go in the first round, I don't really care how many guys go ahead of me. Hey, one question. Where do we cash those C.J. Stroud number one pick tickets? <laughs> Are those still cashable? The CLV store. Come okay, on, you know on. the one. Curious. You can get a big, uh, you get a big teddy bear to take home with you, just like that carnival. We got to get Hodge back on the show. Yeah. Merrill Hodge from was fantastic on the show. Uh, we'll do it as the draft run up continues. Uh, we'll get to more uh, quarterback team stuff here momentarily. I do want to give my uh, two tennis picks. Uh, one of which, two two that are remaining today, both on the ladies' side, both are in Austin, Texas, today in that tournament, one of which I it's probably too pricey right now to play. I had Sasha Vickery. Again, I put these out at VEASAN.com slash picks uh, overnight the night before, about 9 p.m. currently uh, Pacific in terms of wh- where the tour is right now around the world. But I had Sasha Vickery against uh, Anna Karolina Schmidlova. Vickery was minus 135 when I played it. She is minus 152 right now, and quite frankly, I wouldn't play it over minus 150. So to me, that's actually not a play currently. I just let you know that, again, if you're a subscriber, you will oftentimes, and most of the time, get a better number. Uh, The one that is still in play, and this people like a sexy dog, and I'm talking about a big number, not necessarily anything else, in case that was misinterpreted. (laughs) Uh, Kelly, at 11.30 Pacific, at least this was scheduled for, uh, 2.30 Eastern. Danielle freaking Collins is taking on Katie Volleynets. Oh, when man. your last name is Volleynets, you know win. you should end up at being a tennis player, a pro tennis player. Danielle Collins, who, again, we've bet on and won on many, many times on this show before, she is way too big of a favorite against Volleynets. Way too big. Volleynets is plus 337 currently, and that's right about where I got her. Um... Yesterday, plus 336, I think, is exactly where I got her. Let me just make sure that I'm not lying. Plus 334. So you're getting three pennies even better than I did. Um, Katie Volanets is the play. Her numbers on hard courts are really spectacular. Um, I don't know, really spectacular, but very, very good, uh, both on a 12, 6, even a three-month basis. And Danielle Collins was a little shaky in her first round match. She's had a great season thus far in 2024, where I think like the only players she's lost to are the best in the game. But she looked a little shaky on serve in the first round here. Um, Valenets has the goods that if Collins was wobbly here, we could actually cash this thing. So Valenets plus 334 is where I got it. You can even get a couple pennies better than me. I wouldn't like, play the other one. I think it's too pricey now on Vickery. Yeah, like I got an NBA play like that tonight too. Uh, Magic, I bet yesterday that laying four and a half on the opener. It's out to six, six and a half now. I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't bet it right now because there is. I bet it. I bet it yesterday, kind of small because we got injury news. We're waiting on Paul Bancaro, Walker Kessler on the Utah side. 
Um, so I laid four and a half with the Jazz yesterday, hoping to add today on them. I, I thought the number would swing this way, but hoping to add on them if Bancaro went. Uh, but now it would just be a wait-and-see approach for me on injury news. I think if you were approaching this game today, that's how I would be uh, tackling it. Now Now that we're on, we've gone through the five and the six um, for this side, I think you just wait and see how the injuries pan out. One, I, I actually got a couple plays tonight. They're all kind of small, but um, played Magic and then played Hawks and Suns as well. Hawks catching two at Brooklyn. This is more of a play against Brooklyn. You know, one of the worst teams uh, in the NBA here recently. 6-14 over their last 20. 27th best offense during that time. They just can't get it put together. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, another team that's kind of feeling like uh, – Season's about over with. Uh, let's just finish out these last 20-something games and get it uh, get it done with. The Hawks, we, t- we talked about it a little bit the other day. Trey Young uh, out of that lineup now, but they've you know actually played some better basketball without Trey Young on the court this year. So Funny how that happens. Yeah, funny how that happens, exactly. Um, and then I did lay uh, eight with the Suns last night. Rockets coming into town. I know I am oppo a couple people on that play, but uh, looks like Bradley Beal could be back in the lineup tonight and Eric Gordon as well, so they could have their full complement of stars back there in Phoenix. Hey, tonight. welcome back, Bradley Beal. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. What's, be t- what's your play in that game? Sunside. 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 You did. Yeah, yeah, I played it. You, uh, laid, you laid how much? Eight and a half? Late, I laid eight last night. Okay. And up to eight and a half. I think that's fine. Only a half point difference, obviously. Um, but that is, uh, they, look, they need all those guys back. That's for sure. We they've, talked about that yesterday. They've played, uh, I, I won't get this exactly right, but it's 20-some games together, yeah. the big three. So, again, we talked about it with Drew earlier this week. What a conundrum that team is to price in the postseason because you just we don't have enough volume of evidence about them playing with those three guys together. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, we, we sort of get those Brooklyn Nets vibes, the, the Kyrie, KD, James Harden, Brooklyn Nets vibes with this group as well. And they just don't have depth. We knew that was the problem, right? You, you kn- yeah, yeah. And it's it's you're hoping someone's going to step up, right? Yeah. And, and it, I, I, I keep bringing it up and, and comparing it, but I feel like Phoenix and Milwaukee are, are you can compare. Like, they are, they're in very similar situations right now. I think that there are... There's not a lot of role players that have stepped up for either side that you're like, okay, well, if you know Giannis isn't having a big game or if Booker's not having a big game, Kevin Durant's not having a big game, who's going to help out here? I, that's going to be the concern, you know, for both those teams in the playoffs. And then, you know, can the defenses play well enough that even if your stars are, are going off to keep them involved, uh, you know, keep them in these games and winning these games? It's going to be interesting. We got a couple more quarterbacks to talk about. We do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got uh, Russell Wilson. Let's do Russell Wilson. Who again? These uh, are available DraftKings next team odds, just like with Justin Fields before, where Atlanta was the prohibitive favorite. Now at minus four twenty-five, Russell Wilson. Sean Payton yesterday saying, "Oh, we'll have a Russell Wilson decision within two weeks." He's not playing for the Broncos. That's a divorce, right? Yeah, I would that's not happening. And the Broncos are the third co-third short shot with the Falcons at 6-1. to one. The Steelers are the favorite at minus 225. The Raiders plus 550, a tick shorter than both him remaining with the Broncos or going to the Falcons. Do you feel like Russell Wilson to the Steelers is is like the writing is on the wall? So we kind of saw this move like last week. I think it was the end of last week when we saw the Steelers go really to the heavy favorites. Here's another one where I'm like, I, 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 do I think the Steelers are going to look at one of these veteran quarterbacks to bring in? Yeah. Yeah, but I have no. I'm not laying minus 225, nope. though, that it's Russell Wilson. Nope. It's a very good chance he, it, it does end up being him. But 
Uh, this is all like, let me just say this also, like all this stuff, it, it you know, we talk about it. Um, we don't have a place here in Nevada to bet it, quite frankly, but we talk about it. If, if we did have the opportunity, would we make a bet? And sometimes, you know, we're going to have bets and sometimes we're not. And in, in most of these next team odds things, unless you have, you know, unless you're ahead of it on Twitter or unless you've got some information ahead of it, that's really the only way to bet this. When it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Don't chase it because we don't know anything about this 100% unless you're in the room. And we are not in the room where it happens. Yeah, the the you know the the last one we got is Kirk Cousins. This is the one I've said a couple times where I'm like I I can't believe the Vikings numbers as low as it is because I actually think him going back to the Vikings is very very realistic and minus two hundred delay yes, that. I agree. It, it, like that would I mean by, that these one have been you the consider. Three, these are the three quarterbacks that they've been posting the whole time. This one, like I said multiple times on the show, I'd bet I I. Now I would probably walk that back a little bit just because we have heard his name mentioned with some of these other teams uh, as a possibility, which I was kind of surprised at. Um, I, I think they're going to end up. I think they're going to end up working something out long t- long term. Justin Jefferson, you bring Kirk Cousins back to keep those guys around. He loves it there. This one I would have bet already on the Vikings. Yeah. Well, if you're the Falcons, who would you rather have, Justin Fields or Kirk Cousins? Justin Fields. Youth. Yeah, reset it. Reset the clock. I agree. Right. You got Bijan Robinson. You got all those offensive weapons. Get a youth movement going there and see what that group can do. To you. Completely agree. The crack man is next, Bill Krakenberger. Uh, he joins us exclusively, unscripted. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet. Up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Gil Alexander, we get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciate the feedback. Nevada Azer. I don't think Atlanta has to overpay for fields. His market is limited, and seeing that his fifth-year option is $25 million combined with his body of work, any contract should easily average $25 million. Uh, paying him top-tier money and giving the Bears a high pick is simply bad business. And a little musical background as well for you. Uh, Jason H11, I got volley nets at plus. Oh, he said, I got volleyball, he said. I got volleyball at plus 350. Let's go tennis. Michael Burns, I got plus 352. Thank you, sir. Brian M, B. Moriannon. Volley Nets is a, let me get this straight, sexy dog. She has the goods. Are you trying to tell us something else? Googled it. This match should headline first round of Indian Wells and be their U.S. promo for WTA. <laughs> I meant none of that. Crane Pool. Always appreciate the VEASAN host daily updates on how bad the Brooklyn Nets were. Yes, we all know they're a dumpster fire, and it's my reality as I walk over to the Barkley Center tonight and think about the two ABA championships. Sorry about that. I love, I love sports fans just oh, the out best. there. Like, we can't bring up a single team or player without like <laughs> setting someone off. It's like right, Aaron sorry. Schatz always talks about that, how he's like, no matter what he says, that fan base just destroys him <laughs> in volume after that. Ladies and gentlemen, unscripted with the crack man, Bill Krakenberger. intro music in the business that is thanks guys what's happening man i haven't seen you guys in a few weeks hey were you in miami and didn't call me no oh, okay. no, no 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 i was uh i was here the, the first week that you were off okay and then i'm waiting for the call to come on but whatever whoever was taking over your show of course i never called and then um because everyone's scared because oh only gil can have you so that's, <laughs> that's what someone told me by the way one time so from the visa really but, yeah oh. um that's okay proprietary information uh mm-hmm. listen um the next week i i was in uh new jersey and foxwoods for about a week had a lot of futures to cash from the DraftKings out there and there in foxwoods um which they were they, they were really nice to me this trip um yeah but i i was wondering if you talked about the day we were at Radio Row, briefly, I said, you want to come over and meet Joe Montana, but I didn't tell you too much. I said, just come on over and uh, see Joe Montana. No, let's see. We're at Media Row, yeah. so this is the two days before the Super Bowl. So you're on with us on Thursday. Right. And you do say to me, you're like, come on over. I, I, I'm, you did say what yeah. was happening. Oh, I did? Well, okay. You, sa- you said, it, yeah, no, I'm going to catch a pass. I, I can only invite one person. Yeah. Co- I'm going to catch a pass from Joe Montana. Right. For some people, the greatest quarterback who's ever lived. Sure. So I'm like, of course. It's yeah. not about Montana. It's about seeing you catch the pass. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we go over there. Now, I didn't say the, I didn't say, I didn't elaborate yeah. much after, but I did mention okay. it the next day. But we go over there. You, you Bobby Flay's restaurant. Yeah. Uh, was it Amor, Amari? Amari? The restaurant? Amalfi. 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 Okay. Amalfi. Yeah. Amalfi. Clear out tables. Uh, the night before, actually, met Bobby Flay. He was a nice guy and uh, oh. agreed to do it. We can, can, we, can we show the video of you catching oh, the pass? Oh, sure. Sure. This is Bill Crack. Listen, oh, that's, that is Joe Montana. He, you know, Bill is telling him, don't don't throw <laughs> oh, it hard. Yeah. Oh, it's a little play action pass is what it yeah, is. Yeah, he did play action. Yeah, yes, right. right in the gut. <laughs> so it, how that went down, how it actually went down, too, was um, the guy before me 
There was a you know the kid there, you know, twenty five year old kid. We, we should say it's Kenny Maine. Kenny Maine I is, the, yeah. was doing this to help. Kenny Maine has problem with his leg. Yes. He talks about it all the time, um, and he is doing this to help those in the military who have leg injuries. This yes. was all for charity. Yes, it was for charity. Yeah, it was a nice thing that he did. Yeah, and um, you know the the guy that went on before me, the, the kid. He does like a post pattern. <laughs> he like leads him. Montana, of course, throws the ball, leads him, and the kid drops it right in front of me. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's throwing post patterns and stuff. So he did another pass with him. He did it. So now I go up there like John Gotti. I say, Joe, listen, none of, none of that none of that post garbage leading it. I'm going to take five steps, turn around, hit me. Montana, so Montana's like, Jerry Rice didn't talk to me this way. <laughs> I'm like, oh, none of that stuff. Just turn around, hit me. I go out, bang, and it was perfect. It went down great. But and Joe was so nice. He was there. But beforehand, Bill, well, there's there's like 12 footballs. 12 footballs. And Bill is, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. nervous beyond belief. Well, because I, I want to make sure I'm going to catch this thing. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I haven't caught a football since literally high school Gil, where I Gil, played offensive and defensive tackle, by the way. Gil was also as excited to see this in, in uh, person as he was to go on vacation. 100%. 100%. Bill is holding the – Bill is mad for like five minutes. He's like, my football is much harder and less tackier than that guy's football. So as soon as the guy put his football down, Bill did the old switcheroo. And I'm like, Bill, you're not throwing it. You're catching it. He I, goes, know. I know. I'm still catching it. Yeah, someone else had a yeah. football. I knew right away that there was a smaller football. So I want to, like, take the football and, like, grind it on the wall and work it in. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> work it down. But I, I, it was great. He turned around, handed it down, you know, threw it to me. They did the fake play action. Yeah. Joe was very nice uh, to everyone there, one of the greatest of all times. So Gil's there. Gil did, filmed on my phone. They filmed it on their phone. It was really cool. And Joe's getting ready to leave. And I say, come on, Gil, follow me. Come on. And he's like, why? Well, I go, no, take a picture. He goes, no, 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 I don't want a picture. I said, come on, Gil, follow me. And he's like starting to walk slower behind me. I said, Gil, if you don't get up here right now, I'm never, I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> did I not say that? Yes, I said, Gil, Gil, get yes. up here right now or I'm, not, I'm never talking to you again. Give him a serious face. This and, is like uh, the car outside of here, man. It's like yeah. the reverse. I, like, I don't want to take a car. picture with Joe Montana. He's and like, I'm never talking I'm to never you again. I'm never even talking to you again if you don't get over here. So now Joe took a picture with him. He's real nice. Yeah. And, you know, here's the great Joe Montana. Walks out with with his assistant yep. and just walks on the casino floor. No security, nothing. Yeah. I mean, he must get mugged all day long. For, all day. Because once someone stops Joe Montana, it's over. That Everyone. whole week was bizarre with that stuff, though. Like, yeah. we, were, we were sitting there that night when we went, out, we went out for dinner. Matt Brown and I are standing there in Aria talking about, like, man, it's it's kind of excessive, the amount of celebrities that are walking around this week. And, like, I'm talking about something, and right behind me, Emmett Smith just walks by by himself. And Matt, it, Matt's like, and there goes Emmett Smith. I'm glad you brought that up. Of all the events we've been privy to in here in Vegas, F1, uh, March Madness games, have we had March Madness games here? I think we did already. But any any event that yeah, we've last had, year, right? Yeah, last year, I think. Conference tournaments, well, whatever it is, definitely. There was nothing more, as Kelly just said, celebrity heavy as this thing. Every every time you turned your head, there was somebody there. Oh look, there's C.D. Lamb. Oh look, there's so and so. Like it was just nonstop, and and you became so desensitized to it after a while. You're like, oh, well, what do you know? There's a uh, I, I did just think, like you said about Joe, uh, Bill, like it was like yeah. it was Evan Smith, like there he is, just by himself yeah. walking through a casino. Right. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. I would think the same as you. Yeah. I'm like, how far can that guy make it before he gets mobbed? And but, let me tell you, if the NFL had their way, they'd have the Super Bowl in Vegas every single year. 
What are they going to do in New Orleans next week? That's like next year. One, there's one hotel, I mean, for and, everything to go on. And what a turn events, obviously, that is from, you know, in 2015, them getting upset at Tony Romo having a fantasy uh, event at the Hard Rock. So in less right. than a decade, right, right, it's gone 180 degrees on that. Right, right. I, I seen uh, Coach Cower, uh, Bill, the great Bill Cower, playing dice over at Caesar. I don't know the win, and uh, like no one was even just. That's he's, awesome. He's just shooting yeah, dice. No one's even so around. Cool. Like one guy said, that's that's, that's Bill Cower. I said, no one's. I said, oh yeah, it is. Like you know, just a random thing. No one. Not, not he wasn't with a group of friends or anything. Yeah. Just, yeah. And um, sure enough, someone was telling me, yeah, I guess I just don't realize. Bill Cower was a great football player. I, I thought he was just a coach. You know, you don't realize back in the 70s, he was a decent football player. And uh, so someone was telling me about that. And, and just thinking, like, just like Kelly said, there was uh, literally stars everywhere. And look at the Super Bowl itself. How many stars come to Vegas? They get to do extra things. And it's not like other cities. So I think the Super Bowl uh, will return here. Do we, is there a date? Is there a definitive date for the Super Bowl to return to Vegas? I, like I, four years from now? That's a good question. I would imagine there yeah. is, yeah. I, By the way, in the, in the 90 seconds we have here before the break, yeah. I want to just reiterate one thing that I said the day of the Super Bowl. Kelly and I did the show right before kickoff. Uh, but for those who missed that, uh, that morning there was a documentary shown on CBS about the old NFL today. And our own Brent Musburger, who is a founder of VEASAN and, of course, was the host of the NFL today, obviously did so many other things in sports media after that. But for those of us of a certain age, uh, we'll always be known first and foremost for his hosting of the NFL today. They did a documentary called You Are Looking Live. They aired a documentary called You Are Looking Live. Um, Brent was fantastic on it. The documentary was great. Uh, it talked about Jimmy the Greek, obviously the gambling aspect to it. Phyllis George uh, being the first woman on a national sports media show. Jane Kennedy, the first African-American female on a, on a sports media national show, or of course, the first African-American on that show. And Brent, along with Jane Kennedy, they're the only two that are still with us. And Dan Patrick, that week prior to that airing of that documentary, had Brent on and started really was the first person to say, we need to get Brent to the NFL Hall of Fame. And I talked about it that Sunday, too. Brent Musburger, our own, ought to be in the NFL Hall of Fame. Dan Patrick is going to write a, uh, a letter about that. He has gravitas. Uh, this needs to happen because in the, same way, in the same way that Steve Sable at NFL Films is integral to the growth of the NFL, so, too, is the host of the greatest pre-game show that has ever existed. So let's make it happen for the great Brent Musburger. More with the crack man on the other side. Lebetard is next on DK. Coming back. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.